You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Kelsey Derra. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. As soon as we introduce you, you can say hi. Yeah, everyone pauses. Well, your your podcast is so beautifully edited with the music and shit, so I didn't want to fuck up the flow. But can I just say, Florence and Reed, like you guys were meant to have a fucking duo of <laughs> entertainment. Like those are the perfect names. Oh, thank you. It's so, so true. I'm so excited to have you on our podcast because your podcast is actually one of my favorite podcasts <gasps> to listen to. Yeah. So this is like, it's so oh, cool. I just got a mad ego boner. You guys are, you guys are infinitely cooler than me. Oh, like, stop it. So like, We're fangirling so much that it's gonna, yeah. our, our like, universe is going to implode. It can't handle <laughs> this much. So please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. I'm a comedian and mental health and sex positive activist in Los Angeles, California. And I got a podcast that's, I think, probably the tamer version of Come Curious, where... Well, I don't know. It we gets get pretty, pretty deep sometimes. We get pretty wild yeah. over there. I listened to your anal episode the other day whilst I was on my One walk. Of my <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're tame over here. Anal, uh, from four <laughs> points of view. Yeah, we're the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. So we want it to be kind of a safe, inclusive space where you can come and be like, hey, I know the world's changing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just kind of want to learn and be able to fuck mm. up and and learn and have fun and maybe laugh and cry a little bit. Yeah, exactly. This is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't be like, yeah. I'm a sex expert and I fucking know everything. Absolutely no. not. Because it's just this new information nah. coming out all the goddamn time. Yeah. And that's why and it's so amazing having guests on. You learn so mm-hmm. much from every single person that you have on your podcast. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's a bit narcissist for those people who just have themselves. Like, that's a YouTube channel. <laughs> that's appropriate there. Yeah. Okay, podcast is just narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love the sound of my own voice. So <laughs> buttery, so smooth. Yeah. Stop it, you guys are turning me the fuck off. I love. their fucking accents. <laughs> fuck number one. The last fuck. I'm in an open relationship, Amazing. so I'm sure it was with my partner, but that's not fun, right? So let's go to my last open fuck, <laughs> which Why was is that amazing. <laughs> it's fun in a way that, like, I'm sure I think is really cute and sweet, but I feel like listeners, don't they want the juice? Don't they want the drippy, like... I mean, your partner could still well, give you that juice. You're like, nah, he didn't. Okay, no, fair enough, fair enough. The last book, actually, I think was a crazed, like, quarantine haze because on my anal episode, which was a few weeks ago, mm. I talked pretty openly about how I wish I was an anal girl. I wish. Yeah, same. I've heard nothing but fantastic fucking things. I think it's so hot. 
I've heard stories where girls are just like, yeah, do it. And I'm like, huh? That's never happened for me. It feels like I'm shitting a dick yeah, at all the time. All the time. And like, you yeah. can come from anal and I want to be that girl. I want to be able to come from anal, please. Well, bitch, Lord, hear let me, me now. tell you. <laughs> what? Quarantine did something to my butthole. What? It didn't go all the, it wasn't full anal, but like, yeah. what is full anal? Yeah. But I did totally come from quarter anal. Oh my a quarter god! Anal quarter anal. anal. I love that. <laughs> oh my god! Congratulations! That's amazing. That is so thank fun. You. So now you yeah, are an anal girl. I think I'm an anal girl, and I have quarantine to thank for that. Yeah. Right? Well, we forget what was that. it about quarantine. I think we've just gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like I think we've just been fucking and like oh I'll give you I can't give you a surprise blowjob because I know you're sitting in your video game room for like ten hours like it's just not sexy right it's hard to be sexy right now so I it think is we hard. just mm-hmm. we just got weird you take like, it- can I tell you something funny yeah. that I could never say on my podcast because my my dad and mom listens oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that halfway through I was like ow this hurts I'm gonna put it back in the regular hole and. uh he thought he was still in my ass. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! And what? fully finished in me, and I'm not on birth control. <gasps> yeah. And oh shit! I, yeah, and I was like, "Did you just?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "No, bitch! <laughs> no, that was my vagina." <laughs> and so it was probably like the first time we had to leave the house was to go get Plan B from. Yes, and thank thank God they have it. But Jesus Christ, that's terrifying. That is terrifying. It was hysterically so terrifying, funny. Uh, but funny. I was like, as what well. does it say about my ass that it feels like my pussy? I mean, that says great things. Um, <laughs> it's just a little bit gaping. Yeah, just look. That's fine. It's fine. So guys like a little space, okay? Oh, you saw it the other way round. Like, yeah, like you've got a gaping asshole rather than a tight pussy. But you yeah. must have a really tight pussy. I don't think I'm a hundred percent sure now. <laughs> no. So they're just both gay. Like I don't like. do my kegels. Yeah. I just yeah. No, listen. I've been around a lot of pussy in my day. I don't have a tight one. I don't care. Well, I mean, <laughs> it made him spaff inside you, so that's all that counts. <laughs> oh fuck two. The first fuck. Um, okay, so my first time is actually very curious because I didn't know that I had actually had my first time until I was older because oh, right. I 150,000% had sex with women and my girlfriends yes. before uh-huh. I ever had a male traditional insertion of dick in V. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I became part of this like liberal woke culture that you know, taught me sex doesn't equal penetration. And I was yes. like, I didn't lose my virginity to that fucking idiot Jerry Cianci in the back of his truck in a parking lot. <laughs> they had like beautiful, explorative, like sensual, like, oh my God, I had such oh. great sex with my girlfriends when we were in like, you know, eighth, ninth grade. Like it was young. What, but what's we eighth, knew what we were doing. Yeah, what's eighth, ninth grade? Like how what what's the age there? I think we were probably like 1415 yeah that's that's not about yeah yeah. that's not that long for like sexually exploring yeah i I lost my virginity when i was 15 and i was Mm. like doing other stuff 
with women yeah, beforehand totally. yeah totally. Is, wasn't it such like an, an epiphany moment when you found out it doesn't mean penetrative sex doesn't mean you lose your virginity like we, it blew our fucking minds yeah because you're like wait the, it first it confused me because i was like then what does sex mean is it yeah. an experience is it climaxing <laughs> like i truly didn't fucking know mm-hmm. and the fact that this is such a recent thing made me go like well what is sex gonna be in 10 years from now like will Ooh. i have more epiphanies as i grow up of like even better experiences i was yeah. gonna say yeah like in the future is losing your virginity the first time you like mentally fuck someone <laughs> <laughs> yes though or just like losing your virginity virginity could literally be the, the first time you masturbate because that's solo sex yes oh. and solo sex is as equal as partner mm. sex as we keep forgetting yeah not on a pedestal in that mm. case then i if <laughs> if that's true then i for sure lost my virginity to myself when i was three yes <laughs> so. yeah because you can you can have like there, oh, yeah. there are cases showing. I mean, it's it's very hard to talk about, but you can orgasm at any age, and <laughs> you can experience pleasure at any fucking age. It's mad. Yeah, yeah. no, my, I've told this story on the podcast before, but my parents like took my sister and I to a baby psychologist being like, they won't stop humping things. And the doctor was like, man, just let them kind of hump it out. They'll figure it out. Oh my God, that's so Like a dog, like let them hump it out, you know, just don't get tired. Before we could walk or talk, my sister would be like humping the side of like her bedpost. And my parents were like, what did we do? We should not have done acid, but (laughs) we are pregnant. (laughs) We broke our children. That's so good. That's a good point. You better write that shit down y'all because y'all coming y'all say it y'all coming up with some shit right now like the first time that i realized what masturbation was was when me and my friend i think we must have been like i don't know younger than 10 or something and i had this little mouse toy that you pulled on a lever and when you let it go it vibrated (laughs) and it was supposed to like make it move along if you put it on like a flat surface but we were using this as like a medical device playing doctors like going okay like you're okay here you're okay here and then she put it like down there on your pussy and i was like oh that's those toy manufacturers fucking knew what they were doing yeah they kind of did and then and then i had like this vibrating pen did anyone ever have those Mm -hmm. vibrating pens that made the writing go squiggly that was my first vibrator yeah wow mine was a pillow a a neck pillow from the airport that you press (gasps) a little button here and the whole pillow vibrated what i want one but i think it fucked me up i think it fucked me up because i think if i would have had like a more specific pen yeah Yeah. like you're talking about florence i think i would have had like a more targeted orgasm but now i feel like i learned a larger way if that makes sense like a more spread out way like a bigger orgasm like like a a bigger surface area rather than like something that's like minute and pointy but do you think like that is because of like how we used to masturbate or do you think that's just like how our bodies are because like Mm -hmm. that's quite interesting Mm, that i i have a theory you might have heard this on my podcast but i have a theory that because i masturbated the same way for years hiding it in my bathroom and i had to lift my leg up to lay on the floor a certain way to hide it from like my parents and stuff 
that I'm certain my labia formed a certain way on the right side. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like 100% sure that that's why it like folded over a certain way on the right side because that's I just so interesting. laid that, that way. But I, that's curious. I don't know if that informs like your nervous system mm. or like your, your pleasure So center. when you have like an orgasm, can you not like just focus on your clitoris? Do you have to like <gasps> really incorporate everything? Oh my God. Yes. Oh, yes, wow. yes, yes. Absolutely. I am not a clitorally stimulated person. Mm. In fact, like I prefer, like, I will probably get just as much pleasure as someone like squeezing the back of my thigh or like my yeah. like, rib cage oh. or something. Yeah. I think my shit's just spread out. I don't know. I That's amazing. It. You just got like That's one cool. giant clit. <laughs> I am a clitoris. I am a clit. Clitoris. <laughs> Fuck three. The best fuck. Okay, are you guys ready for this? I was thinking mm, this. So the ready. Best. The best fuck I ever had was that summer I spent in Kent because a oh. British guy was the first guy to ever go down on me. No way. Really? <gasps> I mean, fuck America, guys. Wow. Big fuck you to the, the bros out here. Y'all don't eat pussy early <laughs> enough. I had what? to go all across the ocean <laughs> to get eaten out. Yeah. It's like the most, most expensive pussy eating ever. Maybe that's actually a thing because my first ever boyfriend was obsessed with eating yeah. me out when but I was like just- 16. Not that's, a thing. So like, interesting. I don't remember in high school, you know, when everyone was fucking like fucking wild rabbits. Mm. None of my girlfriends were like, he eat this pussy so good. No. <laughs> we were like, did you give him a blowjob? Did you did you do good? Did you use teeth? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you do good? <laughs> there was something about that boy. And I will never forget the feeling. As soon I remember him going down and he kept going down. I was like, oh my God, this hit. it's gonna happen. Holy shit. And like the first little like credit card swipe of his tongue i remember being like (laughs) (laughs) the fucking clouds clear and the angels sang in like waving like old british flags and i was just like oh this is it it was unreal and that is a memory that will stick in my head and then i found out like months later via facebook that he cheated on me and it was no, really devastating no. <gasps> via facebook. Oh. over facebook he had like some girl had tagged him in photos at the club and oh. we were like 16 or something and yeah, it was my first like i was like you went down on me <laughs> did you go down you on her like, too yeah <laughs> i <laughs> own you yeah <laughs> no, oh. now we're like very good movies. we're actually still really good friends i'm tight oh, really? with all his family yeah because he's like a a relative of a close family family member so we're still all very connected right that's good and plus like you're 16 you're both doing dumb stuff and you're both learning oh yeah i cheated all the time when i was a teen <laughs> did you yeah it Naughty. was like drama. i was drama honey i was a leo gemini rising and moon i was a, <laughs> i was an emotional fucking basket case mm. i think everyone was though at that age yeah, that I, was my second answer. Was that m- the best fuck was probably like one of those teen ones when your your hormones mm-hmm. just you can't match that. You just can't match. You can come like out of this world better than you've ever come in your life because you're an adult and you know your body and you know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. But that 
horny fucking teen. Yeah. Ooh, but you like energy. you just fuck anywhere and do like really it, dumb stuff just to get fucked. It's the best. And like yeah. just yeah. like it's not even just the fucking, it's like the kissing, the making yeah. out, the like uh, the how like hot you feel for each other. Yeah. There's the like wanting electricity, and there's sparks. Oh the my pining. god. It's the Mate. best. It's especially when you're like living with your parents like the pining of like your 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 heart is aching your body is aching because you want them so fucking bad oh, and it's dirty you have to sneak yeah. out you have to like plan to go to a party at the same time it's just so much more effort so the reward is a lot higher where now it's like i got a sex toy fucking drawer labeled for just pink things like yeah. i have so much freedom <laughs> that i'm just like is it that special of course you find it in other ways but <laughs> Yeah. My poor boyfriend, he's just not like such a dud on this. No, I come I very well. Okay. I'm a good comer. Uh-huh. Is he in any of your stories? Or <laughs> you're like, maybe the worst one. No. You know what's funny is I wrote like multiples just in case. And then again, like I put the best fuck was like probably my current partner because in my diary, the first night we ever hooked up, in my journal, I came home at like three in the morning, all fucked up, all drunk. And I yeah. wrote like, this was different. Like, <laughs> this That's so lovely. Like, I thought it was just like a toss around the sheets, like, oh, drunken, like hot, like two people yeah. just like that. And when he kissed me the first time we were in bed, I just, my stomach dropped. And I was like, this, whoa, this yeah. is a different. I have never felt that kind of kiss from like what I thought was going to be just like a fuck boy DJ. Yeah, like, that's so beautiful. Yeah, so that's cheesy, but no, no, no we love the cheese. All. Like when when I well when we recorded our own episodes and I talked about my best fuck, mine was with my like ex ex partner because like the first yeah. time that you sleep with someone that you have that connection with, mm-hmm. it's just like whoa it's different it's so different. different and that's you when you lock think... them down for a reason mm. <laughs> yeah well yeah, there's I a reason that, but... i chained him to the bed <laughs> i was like you stay here now <laughs> you're mine <laughs> fuck number four the worst fuck okay i have two but i'll i'll say both and you guys tell me which one you would rather hear about. Okay. okay. Uh, the dry jealousy unicorn Ooh. or the emotional get away from me sex. I mean, I have to hear about unicorn, especially because mm. it's dry. That sounds so fucking good. <laughs> okay. Here's my thing about threesomes. Being in an open relationship, being bisexual, everyone's first thought is like, oh my God, you must fuck all the time. Not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god you must be just like a huge slut yes that is true uh, <laughs> oh my god you must get to like oh that's so hot yes it is true but <laughs> successful threesomes are very hard to achieve in terms of like mm. everyone having a come and a good time oh because yeah yeah there are so many hands involved there's so many holes involved and everyone's fucking mouth gets dry Oh, period so especially oh. if you're like having a little drink like a little liquid courage to like get mm-hmm. there your mouth is so fucking dry like two minutes in and it can ruin the entire experience so all of that to say i had a threesome when i was in college with a this was before i was like the out loud proud like activist bisexual i was still just kind of like feeling it out yeah between uh, like my social circle and this girl and her boyfriend and I were in a play together and 
you could tell she was doing it for him. And I, mm. we didn't have any communication before. We didn't talk about boundaries. I mean, we were in our uh, early 20s. We didn't even know what boundaries and communication and sex was. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, during the threesome, <laughs> first of all, everyone's mouth got dry like two minutes in, which, if you, have you ever kissed another dry person's mouth? It's like sandpaper. Oh, like that sounds Things are sticking. You're just like, oh my. Ugh. And then she got this like raging jealousy where I was not allowed to touch him at oh, all. Fuck. Because like the second we like dry sandpaper kissed, she just like something went off in her and it became a like a wrestling game where she was like fucking elbowing me and the oh fucking God. moving my neck and head around. And I was like, oh my God, I don't like this. Like, I'm trying to enjoy this. And I didn't know at that age that I could have just been like, eh, this ain't for me. I'll see you guys later. Like, yeah. you guys have fun. Yeah. I tried to, to like will it out. And it was so awkward. I mean, she literally would, like, take my hand away oh and, like, put God. it on her body. And so after we were done and nobody came, she was crying. Oh they God. went to another room to fight. And I was like, I'm just going to peace out. And then we had to, like, see each other for this play all the time. Oh. Oh. And it became so awkward because she and I had this, like, best friend scene together. And it just was, like, never the fucking oh. same. And then, like, oh. months later, after the play was done, after we graduated, he and I fucked on our own. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. so that was, like, the, the worst fuck turned into maybe a decent fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, she must have known that he liked you and then just, like, all of her maybe. Like, issues and shit just arose and she just couldn't handle it. I mean, that, that yeah. that's where the jealousy comes from. It's, like, the, the lack of self-confidence and belief mm. that, like you know, that they're with you for a reason that... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, that's yeah, hard. And, yeah, that's and what I don't think is. We, yeah, I don't think we, like, he and I didn't even really, like, know we liked each other. We were kind of just like, yeah, we both want to fuck mm. this girl. I'm trying yeah. not to say their names. Um, mm. And I think because we weren't allowed to, that's what drove us to fuck later because we were like, oh, we weren't ever supposed to touch each other. This is hot. Like, let's do it. Yeah, now. that makes like, it so much hotter. We have no... Yeah, but there's something, too, about, like, jealousy with sex and, like, you know, I've said on the, my podcast before that if you're going to be in an open relationship and you're going to be having threesomes and if you're going to be experimenting like that, you have to be okay with your partner wanting to fuck someone hotter or funnier or yes. insert X trait than you. You just have to be okay with that. Yeah. You have to know that there are other people out there in the world who have things that you don't. And it's not that it's anything you're lacking. You just have to be okay with understanding why that would be appealing to your partner yeah. and like the self-confidence you have to have man that's so i mean not saying that i'm like the was, most self-confident person but was that like a process for you were you like always okay with it or um i would have told you you were fucking crazy like three or four years ago if you told me i was gonna like my partner fucking other people without me i yeah. would have been like you're fucking crazy no that's yeah. because that's what i thought i was supposed to be jealous yeah. yeah and then it didn't turn into so much of like a cock fetish like i didn't like i i don't like any part of humiliation during sex that's just mm -hmm. i haven't found that kink yet but the power i feel of letting my boyfriend go fuck someone else that's what I get fucking off. Yeah, on. that's where I'm like, tell me all the details because it's like I let you, like I'm loaning you out for the night. That's yes. where I get the 
the like hot vibes of like the openness is fine yeah it's like slutty and, pimp yeah. <laughs> love yes. yeah yes and i'm someone who likes all the details like i'm like tell me fucking everything what does she yes. smell like what was she wearing like tell me everything film it if she's cool with it like send it to me but i know not everyone's like that i think yeah. if you feel any like hurt in your tummy or your chest even like thinking about it nope yeah don't do nope. it don't do it it, nope. it, it is like a real it. slow process it's funny because i'm the same i like i like knowing all the details but thomas really doesn't he doesn't uh... and i try and talk to him about the details and he's a bit like like okay i'm listening but i know I he's do, he's right? not asking questions he's not as eager and i'm like i want to talk to you about this like it's fun yeah. Yeah. Well, you can call me now. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, I'll just <laughs> call you. And be like, oh my god, I have to tell you about this crazy fuck. Um, I can't wait. No, I think yeah, it's it's a slow process. That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, but then like jealousy isn't always gonna. Well, jealousy is always gonna be there, but it's more like learning to process it and realizing that it's gonna pass. Like for the mm. first, I was in a monogamous relationship, but then since being single, I was kind of like experimenting with non-monogamy mm. and like seeing someone, but then also seeing other people. Yeah, and like when we good. were chatting about like him chatting to other people or going to meet up with other people, mm. like I did have those like mm. pangs of jealousy, but they just went. Like, and then mm. the next day I was like, I'm fine with it. Like, weirdly, yeah, fine. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, you bring up a good point, especially, mm. I think, in the beginning of a relationship is that's such a crucial time to look at those feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, so many women I know are always trying to be, like, the cool girl or, like, oh, I don't care. Like, yeah, do whatever mm. you want. Like, I'm just fucking you. Like, when we do get emotionally attached and we have a hard time admitting it, like, Florence, you bring, that's such a good point of, like, in the beginning is really about that self-examination. Like, are you being honest with yourself? Like, Mm -hmm. are you really okay with it? Do you really not care? Or are you just trying to... Yeah. Yeah, be somebody or not. Yeah. That's why communication and honesty is, like, so important Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Like, you both need to know, like, where you're both at in your lives, what you're both looking Mm -hmm. for, how you both Mm -hmm. feel for each other. Like, otherwise, shit's gonna get messed up eventually. Like, in my last relationship, we definitely didn't communicate enough because, like, I don't know. I don't even know why. We just didn't. It probably was just maybe from the get-go... You yeah. didn't have that communication put in place, and, and yeah, it's kind of, if that's really established, learned. it's yeah, yeah. You don't know the language, yeah. like we don't know mm. the tools to communicate. It's like and you don't know we, who you are yet. Yeah, yeah. Like with especially with with non-monogamy, you are gonna make mistakes, and there are gonna be times where you're like, mm. oh my god, yeah, like completely go and fuck this person, and then when it happens, mm. you're gonna feel hurt and upset and jealous, and that's okay. And it's okay to go back to your partner and say like, hey, this is actually the way I'm feeling. Like, I, it's surprising myself. Let's yeah. try and figure out how to get through it together. Because yeah, some totally. some stuff that I get jealous about really surprises me. Like if mm-hmm. if Thomas draws another girl, like he can fuck another girl, but he draws somebody and I'm like, huh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like I'm happy for you. But I'm also like, wow, that, that actually kind of stings. But it's also kind of nice because I haven't felt that way and that strongly mm. about it for so long. I'm like, yeah, mm. okay, cool. Like this hurts, but give me more. Yeah, totally. And I think something to point out too is like, non-monogamous people aren't any better than monogamous people yeah like i think people think that like that's a level to achieve in your relationship Mm -hmm. and it's just not true like if you're not fucking comfortable with that shit i don't care like what your background and religion and all that shit is of like the shame if you come to an age where you fucking know yourself and that's just not your vibe like we're not any better 
we're not any better than <laughs> all y'all motherfucking normies who just want to fuck one person. It's totally cool. I think it's like whatever makes you able to be your fullest self. Yeah. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. I think, honestly, and this might be something that didn't change me for the better until I was older, but the first time I lost my virgin, my dick virginity to that guy in the back of his truck in a parking lot, <laughs> he like went to school the next day and told everyone <gasps> that I was a virgin because I bled on his seats. Fuck. And I had like, you know, that wasn't really like information that anyone was thinking about. And I just remember feeling such a loss of power mm. of like other people knowing about my sex life without it being in my in your hands. Mm -hmm. And it was just so typical and so like classic high school movie, like make fun of like bullying and just it fucking changed me. Like it fucking mm. changed me. And I, think in a way it wasn't till years later that I kind of became grateful for that moment because I think it's what made me so strong and liberal and like able to take my fucking power back and so like in a way I'm grateful for it because guess what I fucking seen that guy recently and he ain't doing the best like he's kind of the same fucking guy from high school like he's kind of the same fucking idiot and I'm just like in that moment I am like I you are close-minded. I do feel sorry for you. Yeah. I do feel like, like he's just the same fucking guy. Yeah. And Have you ever thought how... to confront him and to no. message him? Be like, you know that thing that you did? That was really shitty and it stayed with me for a long time and see his reaction, see how he takes a beautiful it. idea. Because we still have mutual friends. Like I, I moved away from Florida, but mm. I still have friends that like will come out to LA yeah. for work or whatever. Mm. So we still have like, we totally still have a, like, we follow each other on Instagram. I it, totally fucking could. It, it would be a yeah. good learning for him, like, to know. I'm sure he knows that that was a really yeah. shit thing to do, but it'd be good to remind him that he was a piece of and shit. And you know what? Him. I feel like I can already <laughs> see his fucking reaction. I can already see his reaction of, like, yeah, I was an asshole. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, like, you know? I suppose that's like, good. Like, what, learned... what would you mm. want from that, though? Would you want him being like, oh, fuck off, you were a slut anyway, or something? Or would you want... <laughs> Would you want him to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm devastated. I can't believe no. I hurt you. Like, what would the be reaction you want? I think that. Want? I think my, gen my, my best case scenario would him be like, you're right. And I'm going to teach my son not to be that Oh way. my God, that, that would be beautiful. I know. I know he's not fucking capable of that. So it's like, it's why am I wasting my energy? Yeah. But maybe I'll just yeah. message him that. Be like, this is what happened. You fucking hurt me. I hope you one day you will teach your son not to do that to women. Yeah. Blocked. Yeah. Yeah. Blocked. Blocked. I'd like to think that the younger generation will be different because like they are. we did grow up in a time where people were just such dicks and like so unopen about things yeah. and like we didn't know anything basically mm. especially when it came to sex like it was it was mm -hmm. so taboo and oh, like yeah. it was just like it, it was always like catcalling in the in the playground in just the street. like I remember yeah, being like shouted yelling. at like I was I think I was 17, went to a New Year's Ugh. Eve party, got fingered by a guy. And then the week after at school, he shouted across the playground that I had like, like I was really hairy down there. Fucking and I was just asshole. like, oh my God, like, 
What? What is wrong yeah. with these? What is wrong with people? What is wrong with them? It's like remember a time when we used to laugh at gay people, like haha, you're gay, you're yeah. a lesbian, you, you. Like, yeah. How ridiculous is that? Like, oh and, my gosh. And now we're yeah. now it's like ridiculous. It's like oh, uh, trans, like what, like what the hell's gonna come up in the future? I, that's I'm what so I'm saying, and that's what like I it it scares me because when I still go home for like the holidays and shit. I forget that like we live in like London and LA and these very like liberal beautiful we do yeah. and when I go home I'm like oh no we still have so much work to do <laughs> yes yeah. so much fucking work yeah. to do I did want to go back to your story slightly because mm. maybe do you have any advice on like how to take something like that happening to you where someone outs you to like the whole of the school like how did you mm. take that and like turn that mm. into like you feeling more powerful I definitely, if I could go back and redo it, I would have fucking stood up for myself. I think I was so afraid of reputation because this was a guy who was on the football team. He was very well known. He had a lot of money. He like threw all the parties. He had a lot of power. And I think in that age group and in that area of my life, I was not necessarily a follower, but I just allowed the social patriarchy to reign. And if I could go back Mm. and do it all over again, I would fucking cut that shit up. I would start a feminist fucking book club. I would start sex education way fucking younger. I would give young women different media to look at, different books to read. Like, I know that's a lot, but if someone is in that situation, I would call their ass out. I would fucking make a mess of it i would be loud as fuck (sighs) i would be a disruptor i would say shit man i would call them out and maybe it's fueled by anger right like maybe that's not the right take but i think at that age i was just so ragefully yeah the rage is there it's also like not just teaching women but clearly we need to teach men as well like we need like a little feminist men's club like that would be lovely yeah yeah like our it's cool now when like the football players are in the drama club like yeah that is so hot as well and they're like dumb and then they know how to like act like othello really well and you're like oh my god my pussy (laughs) it screams and like you bring up such a good point about teaching young men because any guy that I have talked to, and like my partner actually opened my eyes up to this, at that age, you are not fucking, as a, as a guy, for women. You are fucking for other men. Yeah, you absolutely. You are fucking to go and tell all your friends. You're not fucking for your self-pleasure. You're not fucking to make her come. You are fucking for other dudes. Yeah. And so I think when it comes down to education about what sex is, I think we also need to change the narrative of like, why we're having sex at that age. fuck's sake so this week's sex question is i am so 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 in love with my fiance and i have no Mm -hmm. doubt that this is the man i want to spend my life with but our sex is so basic and because i'm insecure about my body and what i'm doing since he was my first we end up mainly focusing on his pleasure because i'm too scared to tell him what i want slash need He is so lovely and easy to talk to, but most of the time it's like I'm stopping myself and thinking I just want him to enjoy it. And honestly, I'm a bit scared that I'm going to have a boring sex life for the rest of my life. Oh, babe. Oh, that's fucking hard, that is. It it, it does really sound like like you've recognised that there is more of a problem with your communication than with Mm. his. So it's probably something that you need to explore more and like why communication is hard for you and why his pleasure comes first. 
Um, yeah. Like definitely, I mean, like shout out to my therapist. I had a therapy appointment today. Get a therapist mm-hmm. because they help oh unlock shit so much. That was gonna be my advice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna be like, get a fucking therapist, and this will all get solved. Yeah, it will yeah. be solved. You can have like the happiest, most sexual, most amazing marriage if you get a therapist. Yeah. And the ther- and you and you want therapy. Therapy only works if you're like willing to to do everything they say and to take in the information, mm-hmm. even if it sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that that sounds that sounds real difficult. But thank yeah. you for messaging in with that. I mean, she's obviously open to like wanting to communicate about it and she mm-hmm. knows what she wants. It's just about like building the courage basically to have mm-hmm. those conversations. Um, which obviously mm-hmm. can be really daunting because especially if sex isn't a natural topic between you guys, mm-hmm. then it can be really hard to bring up. But it mm-hmm. is always about like biting that bullet and just mm-hmm asking that question or bringing mm-hmm. the conversation up in in a way that's like more comfortable to you um mm-hmm. it's or maybe even like through text like if Ooh. you can't say it in person yeah. just Write be just be like look i've got a question for you i feel too embarrassed to, to actually ask you in person but i really want to talk about this and this is how i feel yeah, yeah. and if they're your fiance mm. Girl, and like, I, it's obviously such a loaded question. And I love that she came out with like, I love, 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 love him. Cause that is so yeah. sweet. And that means that there's like such potential here. Like you don't know how great the sex can be. And by thinking too much into the future of the unknown mm. and, and assuming you're going to have boring sex for the rest of your life is going to affect your relationship in other ways mm. before you know it over yeah. time. You're just gonna, if you don't figure this shit out now, you're going to mentalize the future as unsatisfying and so my biggest advice would be like figure this shit out before you get married and Mm -hmm. that's exactly what a therapist will do is help you figure out a way because I hate confrontation I cry around authority I cannot have the hard conversation that's always been like a flaw in my personality Mm -hmm. but a therapist literally she would tell me what to say and I would write it down yeah as like script and then I would like read it to the person that I needed Mm. to have that hard conversation with and it it mm-hmm. might not get solved in one conversation. Definitely know that this not. is going to be nah. yeah. It's going to it's going to be a long journey. It'll be a process, mm-hmm. but as long as you're both open to it, I'm sure I'm sure if he lo- like he loves you as well, obviously he's going to be open to he want to pleasure you. Yeah. It's just it's, it's just about it, bringing we're not saying it up. it's it's not going to be difficult and it's not going to be awkward, especially mm-hmm. if you haven't had that sexual communication originally that makes it so easy. But there's there's it's never too late to start like this. Just you messaging us into the podcast is like your first stepping yeah. stone to making this totally. ha- like for the best sex of the rest of your life, you know. Yeah. But 100 yeah. percent, if you can get a therapist, look at uh, psychosexual therapists um, mm-hmm. are really good and they, they do unlock a lot of stuff that's going mm-hmm. on because it might just be something that you had no idea is actually blocking you it might be something like maybe your dad never spoke to you in the in the past so like you find it difficult to speak to men yeah, it's some some crazy shit like that mm-hmm. um, it's always the parents plus always the, always the fucking parents <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and that like and that like sex changes over time it does like what you like right now i'm assuming they're a young mm-hmm. yeah they must person be. young woman it's going to change like what I liked even two years ago changed yeah. and so if you can unlock that conversation now it's only going to benefit you in the future that mm-hmm. when the waves come of change that you're going to be able to have that open dialogue because 
the sex you have now is not going to be the sex you have forever. It just no. isn't. It's not the way that our bodies work. Like you are going to have to adapt or die, as they say. Adapt or die, yeah. Adapt or die. No, yeah, it's going to get better. It's just about being positive and like wanting to make the change, which you already are. So mm-hmm. clearly. Fucking hell. So this week's sex story is, it was the middle of the day and I was home alone. Everyone was at work, or so I thought. I was in a dom-sub relationship with my ex at the time, in brackets, I was the sub, and he called me he called me in the middle of the day and demanded we had phone sex. I used to call him daddy, so... Oh, fuck. I can see where this oh is going. God, oh, my God, Sam. Fuck. I'm dying already. So he can... Wait, so as he was giving me instructions over the phone, I was repeatedly saying, yes, daddy, louder and louder as I reached climax. Honestly, it was the hottest shit ever. Because I was alone, I was being really loud and just losing myself in the amazing sex I was having. After I came and had quietened down, I became aware of of noises downstairs. Of all the people, my actual dad had come home early. There was no way he hadn't heard it. He, my ex found it fucking hilarious and I was oh. mortified. Oh. My dad never mentioned it and I doubt he never oh. will. Cringe. Oh, sweet dad. Sweet dad for never mentioning it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, what a sweet dad. I, I'd, I'd love him to be like, take the piss out of her. Like, if we were cool about talking about sex with our parents, yeah. I, I'd love him to just be like, oh, what? Yes, daddy. Like, to take the piss oh, and be like, no. oh, I fucking heard. I know. I don't, oh, I think you get drunk, you get a little tipsy with your dad and you talk about yeah. it. I think that would be like, yeah. make it level playing field. Like I remember the first time I got drunk with my dad and like had a boyfriend around and I made some like really off color sex joke about like, <laughs> right? Like the guy who's inside me is sitting right next to my dad. And I said, and he was like, Kelsey, Jesus fucking Christ. Like what the fuck? And it like broke that. this nice barrier of like, yeah. okay, now we, you know, now we can talk about sex. And now yeah. my dad, like when I had like an HPV scare at the end of last year, he was like super fucking involved in it. Oh. It was like fun and looking up like stuff. And so it's like, you got to break that barrier with yeah, it and i yeah. think alcohol is the best way to do that <laughs> that is yeah, that is true that is, i i yeah. my dad's always been like super weird about like me doing this podcast oh. and like what we do oh. he's never really understood it until he got his new girlfriend who's become like our biggest fan yeah um, she like yeah. watches everything so she she's been watching like she was watching my breakup diaries where i was talking about my new sexual explorations yeah. and i was talking about like a bit of like dom and subplay and like bdsm stuff and then i get a phone call from my dad like a couple of days later with like a bit of a he was just like Florence um no like with your dating and stuff I just wanted to make sure that you're being like really really safe because like obviously because of what you do like there's going to be a lot of people out there that might want to take advantage of you and and, and then I was just like wait have you watched the latest breakup diaries and he was like yes (laughs) dad that's not for you to 
to watch um, but i think that's amazing yeah i, <laughs> I know like, i was I quite like shocked though it was cute but it was because he was obviously scared that someone was gonna like probably rape and kill me when i was like tied up or sure. something yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean of course, course. like he's he's never <laughs> yeah, gonna nightmare. move away from like wanting to protect his child yeah. Yeah. Like, my- wouldn't it be cool though if they could post about like your successes to their friends on facebook and be yes. like proud yeah. like my daughter's a sex positive queen like yeah i just in my world, I just do not see that happening yeah. anytime soon. I mean, yeah, my, right. my mum yeah. does, but my dad, like, I I asked him yeah, to vote mom. for us in this, um, in the Webby Awards. And bless him, he he couldn't, he was like, I'm trying to search for Come Curious, but I can't find you. And I was like, it's it's called Fuck's Given. It took me three times to be like, the podcast is called Fuck's Given. He was like, I don't want to see my, do- this is in a group WhatsApp with like, a, you know, oh, like a whole family. Um, I don't want to see my daughter's ass, and I was like, "Well, it's your fault, really. You made that, so you're kind of just <laughs> you like, I was like whatever." Prude, you made me this way. Taking the piss. Yeah, that's so true. That's so fucking. So my dad's true. just the it's same deviant. Like, get over it, man. Like, you created yeah, like, me. <laughs> you don't think I know in the fucking eighties that yeah. you were fucking exactly. okay. I've heard stories. Mate, my sir. my dad was the coolest. He used to make fetish furniture. He used to properly go to sex parties. Like he was so cool. And the fact How that he's not like, okay with seeing your ass then. I don't know. Maybe he's just like uh, he, he was probably making a joke maybe it was it was, it was, like it a, was dad a dad joke. joke. Yeah. Like a I don't want to see that, but really like I'm actually proud of you. Oh, oh yeah, probably there you go. Love you. Yeah. I just looked at the time and like seen that we so need to wrap Stop. this up. Yeah, like we've we, let's go. We really we need to we yeah. really need to fuck off. Thank you Stop. so Stop. much Thank for you. coming oh, on the podcast. Kelsey, it's been it. absolutely She's amazing. So it's been good. a total dream. Um it was my dream. <laughs> Dream we're gonna have to come we're gonna have to come la hang out you're gonna have yes. to come london and we'll get you some like good old london dick it'll be beautiful yeah me some london there yes. yeah. <laughs> um please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you yes curious fuckers come listen to confidently insecure i think yes. you guys will love the topics if you guys like this kind of stuff yeah uh, it only gets weirder from here and, uh, <laughs> just Dara on all the things yeah, yeah. Check, out, check out our episode on her podcast coming soon yeah <laughs> yes. already yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be wild everyone please remember to subscribe to this podcast give it a rating and a review because we love 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 reading them i was gonna say watching them i was like reading them yeah and <laughs> go follow us on instagram at come curious at florence bark and read amber x if you can write into us your sex stories and sex <gasps> questions at f u f k s given podcast at gmail.com this is why you do this bit because i can oh, never yeah. remember yeah sorry it. and you do the instagram bit i'm sorry yeah. i screwed up you fucked Love up Meg. that's 10 up. spanks for you daddy Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>